Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to make your gay dreams come true. All of the unicorns, rainbows, and colors. Can I get a hoya? Hoya? But seriously, we're going to be helping you define your dreams, overcome barriers, and set achievable goals so you can really make any gay fantasy come to life. Let's get into it. So gay fantasy, right? Gay dreams. What does that even mean? I don't know. To me, it means not just your stereotypical rainbows and unicorns and just living that fabulous life. It's more about actually feeling really good in my skin, having all the things I want to have and being surrounded by the people that I want to be surrounded by that help me live the best life I can. Absolutely. I also think, though, when you hear about gay dreams, right, like it can also mean, I think, two things. Your sexual fantasies. A sexual fantasy or dreams for the gays because it's a gay dream. Right. So a gay or a queer person's dreams might be different to a heterosexual person's dreams. Right. You also have a very unique set of obstacles or barriers that could be in the way, right, of you achieving your dreams. Correct. And it's a unique issue to a queer experience because you may not be surrounded by people that fully support you and who you are. That's right. And then that might hinder or get in the way of you actually even believing that you can achieve those gay dreams. I think even internally, there's barriers that we set within ourselves, like even as a young adolescent growing up, I had my own limiting beliefs because I was fearful of really owning who I was and feeling proud about who I was. So I just felt like I had to maybe figure that out first before I can even tackle what I wanted in my life. For sure. Absolutely. Even like growing up as a gay man, like, or as a gay kid, I was always bullied at school. I remember kids would always throw bananas into my locker and I would have banana mush all over my books. And I was constantly feeling like I didn't belong, I wasn't valued, and I was different. And there was a lot of shame around that, and it took a lot of work to move past that in order to feel the love and feel the value and feel like I can achieve my dreams. Defining your dreams doesn't really start until you really feel you know where you're going or what is possible for you or when your head's a bit clearer yeah so going back to this idea of the gay fantasy the gay dreams it can be your sexual awakening it could be your sexual desires like fulfilling your sexual desires i think that's like almost very that's surface to me because i feel like that's just like what you would imagine your gay fantasy is you know however it really is more about the life you envision, like the fantasy and the world and the actual dreams that you have personally in your business or in your career or in your professional life, life, professional life. It's everything all in one. It's a family aspect. So many different types of gay experiences and queer experiences exist. No one's dream is the same. Mm, No, not at all. While we were dating, we were always talking about things that we wanted in our future, things we want now, and our gay dreams are constantly evolving, right? But we always have to have those conversations and express to one another what they are so that they align and that we can make them come to life together. Yeah, we have like our shared dream, right? Mm. But we also have our individual dreams. Absolutely. You have to have both. You can't just have only shared because then 
you're sacrificing your own who you are, your own dreams. You yeah, I realized that I wasn't really looking at a full spectrum of what a dream or what mm. my dreams really were. They were just so goal oriented around my career, and that was really all the focus that I had. And I didn't really put a lot into self reflection and understanding who I was and what I really wanted. Same, and actually. So. My dreams didn't really come into fruition and didn't come into like clarity for me until later on in life. I didn't really know what my dream was until I maybe hit around 30. Mm. And that's when it started coming together of like really the life I wanted to build. And that's when I started taking the steps to create that kind of life. My gay dream was when I was living in LA before I met you as well. I wanted to dance for Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato and all these A-list celebrities. And that was, again, very surface level, but again, didn't also do the groundwork to think about who was the people that I wanted to be surrounding myself with and like the life I wanted. It was more just like one actionable goal. Yeah. Rather than a life, like my gay dream life. It was really just career Career driven. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I think that there's a lot of people who get a lot of energy and fulfillment and life out of their careers mm -hmm. and achieve a lot and then focus on reaching a certain level mm -hmm. of success. And then at that point, they sometimes can have a self-reflective moment where it's just like, well, wait, what, how, where's the rest of the things I want that I didn't even know I wanted? You can't invest everything into one basket. Mm -hmm. You can't put all your eggs in one basket, right? So like you can't actually just throw all of your money and all your time and all of your interest and your thoughts. energy and thoughts into one element because when that one element breaks down or lo loses some value, all your self-worth is in that one element. Mm -hmm. It's not like, so if you're putting all of your energy and building up this one aspect or one element of your dream, like whether that be your career and you're not paying attention to anything else in your life that also gives you happiness and value and fulfillment if anything negative happens in your career your whole world comes crumbling down yeah and having that kind of balanced approach to building the dream life and dream experience and gay dream that you may have there's a good point in actually investing in the multifaceted dream yeah, not I, just one single goal friendship goals life goals love goals personal goals so what is your definition of a gay dream. What's your gay dream right now? My gay dream right now would be to become a dad in the near future with you and start our family. To one day also owning a fabulous SUV fuck off car. Okay. And being happy, traveling the world with our family together, buying a house that we love and living in a neighborhood that we feel accepted and happy in and creating amazing experiences with our friends and family. That's beautiful. That yeah. sounds great. I think it's necessarily like, and also working a job that I love. There you go. I was about to ask you, what is your personal? So that's a, a very much your, that's dream. our shared that's dream. Our shared dream yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. also partially, it's definitely you own that part yeah, of your dream, right? Correct. That's something you wanted always but just for you what is your personal like what's this gay dream that you oh. have in relationship to who you are and living your most authentic life uh -huh. that you can possibly live as a gay, gay male mm -hmm. like future father mm -hmm. what's that look like for you personally 
I would say, as a gay male, having more gay friends that are like us so that we can connect on a deeper level and have similar conversations around. Mm -hmm. I guess thinking about it for a couple more seconds, I would say it's also like owning more of my confidence and owning more of what I want as a gay male and not feeling like I need to tiptoe and have surface level conversations to please other people. Having a dream that you feel like is so far out of your reach. How do we get there? Yeah. Let's talk about that. First of all, once you know what your dreams are. And you've identified them. You've identified them. I think it comes, it takes some reflection. It takes some kind of thought process. And maybe just, we have to ask you, like, what are your dreams? What are your gay dreams? dreams? What is your gay dream coming to life look like? What is that? And a good how exor- do you manifest that? And a good exercise to do that I've been doing as well recently with life is to just write down a year from now, like where do you want to be? And write it as like your past tense. So write it as if it's already happened. So I've been doing a lot so of work. you're talking about scripting. Scripting, yeah. So I've been doing a lot of work with Natasha Graziano and like listening to her and how she's helped a lot of people achieve their dreams and their goals. And it's about writing a letter to yourself a year from now, but you have to really own it and believe it and do a lot of other work that we'll cover well, you shortly. actually have to make it happen, but it's about really helping you be more reflective in the moment. And as you are writing, like, writing and scripting out what this manifestation is like this, you're actually your saying, gay dream. I have done this. I have achieved this. I have these things almost kind well, of like I am in a doing present this. or past. Is it like present tense or no, even past tense? You have to write it as if you've done it. Like it's already been, it's already yeah. happened. So I have a great group of friends that support me and make me feel uplifted. I am making $5,000 a week or a month from a side hustle. Like you have to write it as if you've already had it. So even if- Not I want, don't write want because you can't put out like desperation. Oh, okay. Yeah. It can't be like, I'm on this. Give me it. So this tool, (laughs) I think, because I mean, I have seen this from the sidelines and I definitely appreciate this technique that helps you identify what you want. So even if you're not into this idea of manifestation or you don't believe in the law of attraction, going through this process will help you identify what your dreams are and really specifically outline almost like a to-do list of all the things that you want in your life and give you a place to start. Because when you start, you really pause for a moment and you think about, well, in a year from now, what do I want? Like what's currently not serving me and what's not making me happy and feeling like I'm living my gay dreams. And what do I want in a year from now? What do I want in five years from now? So that can help you define what your gay dreams are. Absolutely. And speaking to queer listeners and gay listeners who are specifically trying to build a life that they feel seen and represented and celebrated. Absolutely. I think it's such an important process that you also work on that self-love and that self-awareness and and really outwardly express into the universe, into the world, in front of you, on a piece of paper. It's like, this is what I I require. And this is what I love. This is what I want. This is what I deserve. Correct. So it's about feeling confident about what you deserve and owning it. Yeah. Because once you own your confidence and you feel like you're valued and you're worth that, then you're going to attract that. It's like when you have a shit day, right? You have one thing happens to you. You drop the bloody almond milk in the morning when you're making a protein shake. And then 
the rest of the day goes to shit because you're at a bad frequency. That sounds very specific to your experience. You've probably well, done just, that. It's fucking science. Like it always happens. Like anybody, like you're yelling at someone because they're driving slow and then everybody else is just constantly driving slow when you're late to work. Okay. Well then let's talk about the barriers because there's barriers and the challenges the way from you doing what you want, achieving what you want, living what you want, having a dream come to fruition, this dream to come true. So what would you say your barriers are that you need to work through that yeah. limit you from achieving your dreams? I think mostly mine are internal oh. than external. So uh -huh. I think that the idea of overcoming barriers is that you have things that are within you that are holding you back whether it be self-limiting beliefs, insecurities, mm -hmm. ideas of, of fear that may be restricting your own idea of what you're capable of achieving. And I think sometimes I have a little bit of an imposter syndrome huh. that comes in that makes me think that I don't necessarily know how to, like, I don't have that experience or I don't know how to get to that level, but I also am good at breaking out of that cycle and getting into education and teaching myself mm. and like really learning about what I need to know about to achieve what I want to achieve. Like, for example, I really wanted to start a podcast mm -hmm. and I made it my mission. You were very passionate about To that. get you on board because I knew that I wanted to do this. I knew I could do it on my own, but I didn't want to because I felt like we have such a great dynamic. You I just want needed me on the show. Yes. <laughs> like I think that what we could offer like together was really unique. And Agreed. I really was like, okay, we're going to do this. I didn't know how to achieve it. And I had a bit of a self-limiting belief saying, oh, mm. this is too much. This is too much to learn. It was overwhelming. Yeah. And the cost of entry is too high. Like this gear is too expensive. Like then I'm just like, trying to just delay. So mm. then I delayed for several, several months, like if not half a year. And then I was like, I said, fuck it. I'm going to teach myself how to do this. You said fuck it and came home with two microphones and a sound mixer. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> yeah. But how did I get those things? I sold things I had to buy the new things I you wanted. Did. You did. So I think those self-limiting beliefs and those internal barriers are one of the hardest things to break past mm -hmm. because you don't take any action until you get through those things. And how you take action to get through those things is I like to write down on a piece of paper what I want to release. So I release my limiting belief that I'm not worthy of achieving my dreams. And then you replace it with, I am worthy of achieving my dreams because I am confident or I deserve them. You need to remove self-limiting beliefs. I remove self-limiting beliefs daily, actually. I make it a part of my daily routine to express gratitude, write the things I love for the day, and then remove my self-limiting beliefs because yeah. I get in my head a lot. Fear gets the better of me. And then it just doesn't happen. It and just I'm, I'm screws the flow. I'm hyper aware of it now. Like mm -hmm. I actually pay a lot of attention to other people's conversations right. like while I'm walking around wherever I am. And most of the time I'm just constantly hearing people complain, people complain about their own limitations or their own limiting beliefs, or they think that things aren't possible because it's too hard yes. or it's not realistic. And I just constantly almost want to just shake people shake it up, and yeah. be like, no, it is possible. It's just so easy to get down a rabbit hole. It's so easy to just complain and moan about the bad things in your life. Very well, rare. Life's hard. Life is complicated. No, it's not. No, we're not going there. No, but let's uh, be. Uh, no, realistically, life 
for many people, life throws no life throws challenges. Challenging. Life throws challenges. It's how you react to the challenges in the moment. Yeah, and but, how you express them. In but verbally. I definitely think there's a balance, right, between this challenge and positive. It point is. Of view. Like I'm the most optimistic person in our immediate circle of family and friends and people. I think I, no one is more optimistic than me. But then I also am realistic in the sense that I can acknowledge that sometimes life is fucked up and Agreed. you are screwed over. Someone ha- doesn't have your best interests at heart or have stand in your way. And I think this is a perfect example of external barriers, right? There are external barriers that can stop you from achieving and living the life that you want to live. Correct. And that's realistic. That's not just like manifestation. No, no, life is easy. Life is easy. Let me repeat it over and over again and it will become true. That's the intention. That's the energy you want to put out there to get to that point of view. But then, but realistically, there are external barriers in your way. There's homophobia. There is. There is sexism. There's racism. There's there's transphobia. There's transphobia. And there's also the internal self-limiting beliefs that your parents have held on to that they've passed on to you. Yeah. It's more about the external barrier of people when you say it or when you express it or you think or you're thinking about it, right? You're expressing your dreams, people shutting it down. Right. It's like somebody else's external opinion blocking your dream. Yeah. There's constant pressure and expectation for cis heterosexual people to have children and get married at the age of 24. Right. And that comes with so much societal pressure and we don't really get that as much because we really get, we really get no societal pressure, which is great. I mean, we'll take it in the aspect of starting a family. (laughs) Correct. Or getting married, really. Or getting married. Nobody really was like putting that pressure onto us and it was really lovely. And there was also really nice for us to explore and, and, navigate that to us to realize that's something really specifically we wanted within ourselves. Correct. And that's what we went to achieve. But we have to work through the external barriers in order to remove self-limiting beliefs that maybe we feel like it's a challenge or it's difficult or it's not something that we should have. Yeah. The external barriers is external to you. It's not your internal dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. It's really more the external. Is it who you're surrounding yourself with? Is it discrimination? Well, it's the, you, you are typically a reflection of the five people you surround yourself with, right? Yeah. And so you, you could be, should, you should be making sure you're surrounding yourself with freaking good people. And you could be discriminated against by your own internal five people. Yeah. And so, tolerate it. And then tolerate it. External factors. And you, those things are out of your control but you can limit access to you. Like you can limit the access that those external things have towards you and the, how much you put yourself up against it. Yeah. You have control, right. To, of choosing when to respond. Like if you're surrounded by people who are limiting their own beliefs and allowing them to affect you, that's an external factor. Like working in an environment or being surrounded by people who are discriminatory or homophobic, those are external factors that might limit you or detract you from being 100% authentic and shifting your place and getting those people further away from you so that you can better achieve your dreams and goals, I think is a great step. Whatever the internal or external factors are, right, that are standing in your way to live and achieve everything that you want to live that 
gay dream that you have in your mind, gay Barbie dreams, you need to have a plan or a strategy to overcome it. Correct. Navigate through it. Correct. First, you identify what your dream is. Then you identify what are the barriers that are standing in the way. And then you need to create a strategy on how to navigate through them. Correct. So what we need to do is once you have your main gay dream, you need to create actionable small micro steps that you can take daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is to achieve that main dream. Because you can't just write the dream down and then it's going to... There it is. Rub the genie like in the lamp. Action plan. Action plan. A step by step plan. Let's just borrow this from productivity training. And let's borrow this from good business practices on how to achieve certain things and having a very specific action plan that breaks down all of your larger dreams into smaller achievable goals. Yep. And then having really specific smart goals, right? So this idea of smart goals is specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. You can have all the dreams you want. You can have all the goals you want. But if you don't put some time-based, specific, achievable milestones together, you're not going to get anything done. Correct. So giving yourself a certain amount of time to do a specific amount of things will help you get an idea of how long it's going to take you to build the life that you want. Like when I'm thinking about what, I want to achieve when it comes to like family building, we have to start having those conversations. Mm. We have to talk about what's our timeline. How much money do we need to prepare to (laughs) afford the process? (laughs) What does that look like? Where do we want to be at? So having those really specific time-based actual steps set within a strategic plan. I mean, you have to really think a little bit like this to achieve your dreams. Speaking of, Mapping out your dreams and thinking about what you want. We have a five-year financial projection Excel spreadsheet that we've put together to help us achieve our goals. The nerd in me really just loves data. I just love data. I love strategic planning and like outlining it. And the creative visual side of me said that we needed to see this in person. So we've put together a budget to project our financial plannings to help us achieve our goals. So we have a four to five year Excel spreadsheet that Garrett has created that we can like pop and play and plug and play and move some money around to help us, or we can put in our goals and our dreams in that so that we can see where we're at or what we need to do to get there. Yeah. So it has all of our incoming, all of our outgoing. It actually really breaks down what's happening on a month to month basis so that we know when we can afford certain things. Now we want to, if you want to buy a house or you want to go through an IVF and surrogacy journey. You want to go through a big trip to Europe. You want to buy a new car. You want to buy a bag. You need to pay for your kids' tuition. Like all the things that are outlined, you need to know how that's going to affect you and when you can do certain things. And a really smart five-year or at least three-year projection helps you see the possibilities of what you're capable of doing. And it constantly changes, right? Let's be honest. Yeah. And, and to, what we have to spend our money on from one time to another might shift, however. But if we know, if we look five years down the line and if we keep saving the way that we can save, we have this huge nest egg that we can then invest or we can then achieve the certain things that we want to achieve. When right now, buying a house is like... So far and so so far far away. It's more of a fantasy than a dream. So looking at it in a plan of attack (laughs) with a financial projection that 
allows you to see when you can actually do things. Mm. Just that possibility of achievement is huge because it, it totally changes your perspective. Like, but also, you know, you can do it. Yeah, but it's also good to see it because then for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's too hard. We're not going to achieve it. Like that's not possible. So that's my self-limiting beliefs that I need to remove. It's also like a little built-in accountability tool. So for you to achieve your goals, you need accountability, right? Mm. And you need to have either a network of people around you that are helping you. Reminding friends you. or family. Like, how is this going? Oh, you said you wanted to do this. Where are you at? Where are you that? at? Yeah. And then for when, when you say, oh, I haven't even started. started. <laughs> they're like, oh. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you should, you yeah. know, and hopefully that kind of re- accountability. Yeah. It reignites the energy that you once had when you initially told that person you wanted to achieve what they wanted to achieve. But this just fi- five-year financial plan is its own accountability tool. Because if you just go and spend all your money on some bullshit that you didn't need, then you're not going to be able to achieve specifically what you wanted to. It always comes down to your why, right? Your gay dreams or any dreams and fantasies always has a why and a purpose behind it. So if you focus on your why, you'll always be motivated. Yeah. Okay. So like finding the motivation to keep it going. Finding the reason to keep going. Like what's the drive? Yeah. I think overall, like overarching, like in a broad sense of this topic of wanting to live that gay dream is your why is to be happy. Your why is to be be happy. It'll always come back to happiness. Yeah. And supported and feel respected and valued. Exactly. And you have to also feel those ways about yourself first in that way. Yes. And to get to that place on its own, that's a really beautiful dream. You got to do some deep work. So one thing I think is like so important along with the self-reflection is celebration of the wins. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago that we didn't really feel that connected to our community, that we lived too far away from the neighborhood we wanted to live in. And we were missing a little bit of the gay friendships that we have cultivated over the last kind of couple of years. Basically our souls were destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just going through it. Yeah. Like I think that we were, we were floating. Just, we were really going through it. And we also weren't working towards the goals that we had originally outlined in a f- in the timeline that we had set. So we were getting really discouraged that we weren't hitting the goals that we wanted to on the timeline that we had let out. And I think that we had to reassess, pivot, actually figure out, okay, what has to change? What do we need to prioritize? We were also under contractual obligation to rent. Yes. And we were (laughs) stuck in the house that we were renting. And once that passed, once we got out of the contract, we fucking jumped girl. And now that we actually have moved into an area that we love and want to be in, we wake up every day and jump out of bed. We are like, to be honest, we switched our routine up a little bit and now we are constantly running into people that mm. we love, that we want to run into because that we really enjoy their energy. It's just we enjoy the friendships. It's like, we're constantly seeing our people. Yeah. Just going to the market, going to the gym, going to grab a coffee, going on a walk or just on our way to work. Like just spontaneous interactions with the people that bring us that joy and happiness. And those are good reminders daily because it's a win. It's a win because you're going to feel uplifted. You're going to be in good spirits. You're going to be in good energy. And then you're going to leave those moments and attract more good moments. Yeah. And that's just like one 
piece of our gay dream is that we wanted to be in a neighborhood that we really loved and that we felt like matched the type of community that we wanted to be within. And then it helps us achieve our bigger dreams. Correct. Even though it's not necessarily our master gay dream of living and building out this life that we envision for ourselves, this right now in, a, in its present moment feels really good. It's a good first step. So recapping how you can get to this point of really thinking about what your dreams are, how you're going to define them. Are you going to manifest and script them out, write them down, remove your self-limiting beliefs and remove external barriers and situations that aren't serving you right now. And then creating a specific strategic plan of action. Step by step. That's going to take you there. Step by step. A. Mal by mal. <laughs> brick by brick. That's how yeah. that's what it takes. And I think that when you get there, you have a fucking celebration. Yes, you'll feel so good. You enjoy it, you be reflective, you look back at what it's taken for you to get there and just have a moment to appreciate the present moment and, and celebrate all the work that you did to get there. Exactly. So well, thanks for joining us this week. And feel free to share your Bobby gay dreams with us. Yes. See you guys soon. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. <laughs>